this is Miss Sony Lanza, and you are listening to The Movement Bottega. On today's episode is my dear friend, Kelsey Widenover. Kelsey is a movement specialist, entrepreneur, self-care aficionado, and a proponent of balanced living. She has built her brand, including Move With Studio and Move With Experiences, under the tenets that movement is life and life is movement. Today, Kelsey and I discuss the different elements of self-care and how you can implement them into your life. Enjoy. For those of you who are listening, if you haven't tuned in before, like Kelsey and I did this self-care talk on Instagram, and we had such a good time with it that we thought we would just expand it into our little ritual conversation here about self-care being something more than just the materialistic items. Do you want to evaluate on that more, Kelsey? Well, I think, you know, what we discussed, and this is all sort of off of our initial Instagram live talk that we did, um, we sort of pinged back and forth between these ideas of like self-care. And I really like like to think of self-care as like a big umbrella concept um and within those concepts or within that concept are a bunch of smaller items where you know you have the topic where a lot of us like to talk about is you know products and indulgent self-care items and maintaining you know a look and a feel or a trend which you know self-care seems to be like a big trendy salesy world, especially in the wellness and beauty and health industry um, versus another side. And I think the, the real side of self-care and, and where this term is really rooted from and in is, is deeper inner work and the, allowing for the space to just be and to have connection time with yourself, which can look and feel like so many different things than versus, you know, a skincare routine or a lotion or a product that helps your body maintain a certain aspect that of youthfulness. Which we all um, love. Right, so. which we all love. <laughs> I kind of went on a longer tangent than I had anticipated, but let's, let's also be very uh, transparent. I mean, we love those items and being able to call it quote unquote self-care. Um, but the real, also understanding the real intention behind what the self-care world is and not get so swept away by um, the commercialization of it. Right, right. So I know we were talking about earlier um, through just previous conversation and then our Instagram as well about self-care with when it comes to rituals or just being even being present with the now and the times and things like that. And even just mental clarity on things. Mm -hmm. So during this time where everything is uncertain and there's so much stress and our, our nervous system is constantly in our fight or flight, what are some of your favorite go-tos to stay 
grounded and present and feeling like you're nurturing yourself. Yes. Real quick aside, just for people listening to the times we are in and Missoni and I are also both Pilates studio <laughs> owners. The times we are in is month four plus mm-hmm. of our businesses being closed. It's a good <laughs> so time. Let's just, let's just give a little background of like where we're at in our lives, right? We know our homes real well at this point. Exactly. <laughs> So, so that's the times we're in. So, you know, someone maybe like, hopefully, you know, a year from now will be listening to this or two years from now and, right. and be like, oh, what time are they talking about? Oh, we're, we're, we're deep in COVID. <laughs> um, so, so with that being said, um, I don't want to necessarily say I have more time on my hands because I don't feel like I have more time on my hands. I do feel like I have more time on my hands at home. Um, So for me, uh, sleep is, you know, like, let me just start with the basics. Really being um, intentional about how much sleep I get is a huge aspect of self-care for me. There is research beyond research on how important, you know, good quality sleep is. And even for me, I, I, when I was, um, during my tenure at my first studio in San Francisco was extremely stressful and chaotic. And I probably was averaging like five to six hours of sleep a night and then sort of transitioning into my next space. And, and then also just getting to a place in my health and in my life where I was like, oh, this is really affecting me and being very intentional about getting to seven, eight hours a night of sleep um, was a huge sort of didn't think of it as quote unquote self-care, but that's one of like the biggest self-care items for me that I now can say, this is self-care. Getting a full night's sleep is is hugely self-care for me, number one. Number two, drinking a lot of of water. And again, this is not, you know, what we consider, oh, this self-care item, self-care ritual. But like for functionality purposes, drink for me in particular, especially staying super well hydrated is huge in how, um, how productive I am. And just generally, like, how I feel, the more water I drink, the more clean water I drink, the better I feel. So those are, like, basics, staples every day try to do. Um, On top of that, I try to um, spend at least five minutes a day in meditation. So ideally, when I wake up in the morning, um, especially, like, if I'm seeing a client earlier in the morning, Um, I like to get up, get a cup of coffee. I am a huge coffee fan, coffee snob. So (laughs) we have actually a great story. I don't know if it's for the podcast, but we have a great story about my my coffee (laughs) maker. Um, Masoni actually purchased me. Let me just say a side note. Masoni purchased me a very amazing coffee maker. That I destroyed yours. She destroyed mine. Long story short, she thought mine acted or the, the way it worked was totally different than how it actually worked. So it, let's just say it melted all over my kitchen. But I had no idea until she told me and I came home to a beautiful coffee maker. 
But back to my meditation routine. (laughs) Um, I literally just like to spend five minutes every morning. And it's like before, ideally, hopefully I haven't checked my phone. It's really almost near impossible for me to not check my phone. You know, our clock is on it, all these things. But I like to get up, make coffee, go back, sit, sitting in bed and drinking coffee is probably one of my all time favorite things to do ever. Um, but I like to recreate that even in the mornings where I have to get up and go to work or be in with a client early. So I will take the five minutes, sit in bed with the cup of coffee in my hands. There's something about the heat of the mug that is, feels like super grounding and connects me. And I just set my timer on my phone for five minutes and I follow a sort of relaxed breath pattern that sort of, that gets you into your parasympathetic nervous system. So it's just conscious breathing, inhale in through the nose, six second count, four count, hold of the breath, exhale, either out through the nose or out through the mouth, um, whatever feels relaxing and comfortable. Um, or I'll do it six, six counts in four count, hold eight count, exhale, and then another four count hold. And I try to just stay with that breath pattern, which helps you and just the counting and the the consciousness of the breath helps me stay really sort of present and connected in my body. So it's pretty simple. I mean, that's like the, the basic, my basic daily things. Um, and I, I'll also say too, and this is getting more on the spiritual side. I'm, I feel like I'm deep in prayer all the time, <laughs> all the time. Um, and you know, like I, I, and I shouldn't say deep in prayer, but I am. And again, like gratitude is such a, a trendy topic. So I wouldn't even call it gratitude, but I do consciously daily all the time. Try to have a sense of like joyfulness even when I'm super stressed out and have a sense of thanks and appreciation for where I'm at in life. And I do feel like, you know, right now in this moment, especially during COVID, that has been hard, but really intentionally trying to be as positive as possible has really changed my experience through this and finding like the little synchronicities in life that, you know, even the most random thing, like, will pop up and being like and acknowledging those things and being grateful for them and you know you don't have to acknowledge it out loud but just finding little little bits of joy um has been very transform transformational for me on so many levels yeah so what what are some things just on the top of your head that you think of with all this going on that you're the most grateful and joyful for? I mean, I'm I, like, I, <laughs> I know I'm putting you on the spot, girl. I had, no, I had, I was going to say, I almost, I wanted to say something really funny, but then I was like, oh, I don't know. I, or funny in my mind. Um, I'm trying, and I'm trying to think. Girl, no filter. Just I know. Ahead. I'm trying to think. I've been, I've been really grateful during this time that I am single (laughs) (laughs) and I have a lovely space to live in by myself and, 
you know, not to say that I have, there's not to say that I think all relationships are bad um, by any means. And yes, you know, like having a partner is, is, is on my list of things to do, but I have actually been so grateful for being single and being able to like take over fully my space and not have to share space with someone right now. Um, and to really have this time to like be present and connect with myself and work on my business and, you know, like I, and I know how hard it's been. And this is, this is this I know. I know how hard it's been for a lot of my friends and family members that have young children and like larger families that they're having to navigate this whole COVID with and whether it be homeschooling or working from home or losing a job um, and or your home to, or your home exactly yeah. having to still you know feed your whole family like I and, and that's like the non like funny and sarcastic part is like you know, I just, every day I count my blessings that like, I could have it so much worse. And granted, I've, you know, lost a ton of money and our business has been closed for four months. Like I still have access to so many other, you know, so many things. And I still live in a comfortable space that I know I'll be able to afford, you know, at least for the next few months. <laughs> um, and yeah, I mean, just finding like the, the littlest bits of like, that's probably what I've been the most grateful for, for this whole, you know, during this time. And yeah. I hate saying that because I'm single, but just like, I just feel very lucky that I'm in the space that I am right now because I know so many, so many people have it much harder than I do. Yeah. You know, it's, it's so for those of you who are listening, who don't know, like I have, I, it's, it's, my fiance and I are sharing a home here where we're trying to figure our lives out. And as two people who are in a very volatile industry and at this climate, you know, with um, COVID because he's a yeah. musician mm -hmm. and then we're in the Pilates industry. Right. Which, which, you know, like, it's just so funny. And this is a random aside, like, I was talking to a girlfriend about this who's a trainer and she was like, I thought I had job security forever. Like I thought people are always going to want to go to the gym. Right. Never in our lives did we think, you know, like this has just been, I don't, I, I never in my wildest dreams would have thought that this would be a reality. No, my business partner, Marlis. So we, we knew there was going to be, there's cause there, everything always works in seasons with like, we knew there was probably going to be a market downturn. So it's like you prepare mm -hmm. for those things, but who is prepared for like a pandemic that's going to come out. And, but, the, but when it comes to this stuff too, that's even, that's where it's so much more important to really be accountable for yourself and how you care for yourself. Because when you show up for your own self-care and not to sound completely, you know, just woo-woo and all this stuff but um, it's okay to sound woo-woo that's okay yeah, girl I'm, I'm let, like, down that tunnel like, <laughs> you know like let's own that you know yeah. like let's own it's okay to be woo-woo it's okay to be spiritual <laughs> especially in times like this like I'm woo-woo right. af <laughs> that needs to be a t-shirt <laughs> 
but it's just like it but it's so true because it's like the more grounded and present and connected that you know you can't you can't be in control of everything and you just kind of have to trust with what's going with where the universe is guiding you mm-hmm. and taking care of yourself and the people around you the best that you possibly can and being present and authentic and genuine um and then hopefully things turn out okay and that's and that's the other thing with like self-care is not about and you were mentioning this earlier about with the whole how you know the commercial aspect of it and the beauty industry has kind of capitalized on what self-care is with skincare and all these regimens but it's also like you said with breath meditation movement understanding how different rotations of your body and movement of fascia actually affects your nervous system and how your brain even reacts to certain situations. Like all of this is a formula on how your body is going to respond to stress Mm -hmm. and you are in control of how you react and intake information like this. Mm -hmm. And this Mm -hmm. is like the perfect opportunity during this wonderful world of COVID of being sequestered in your own home yeah. to learn the skill set to take accountability of how you take in information and what serves you and what doesn't, you know? Right. And also like how you're processing things. Right. Um, and, you know, like how much, you know, you're taking in like the news and mm. even things like that. And, you know, we didn't talk about this last time. The bringing up of the fascia is so important. Yeah. I mean, and and this is like a whole other topic that we could talk about for an hour or hours. Girl, um, we've got more episodes coming our way. <laughs> I know. This needs, to be, this needs to be the next topic that we talk yeah. about. But, yeah. You know, you and I both do a lot of work on, you know, our on fascia with clients in, in different in different ways. Right now, you know, we're all working from our parasympathetic nervous systems and we, and I think just, there's, there's not a lot, there's not like a big, did I say parasympathetic? We're working through our sympathetic nervous systems. Sorry. In that, like we're constant, we're in constant stress right now. The last four months in particular, we're in, we're on high alert. We're in our fight or flight mode and, um, learning to, access your parasympathetic nervous system with breath and with movement and with restorative movement that is actually you know there's so much that we can do and that you and I teach that just like a few different movements will drop you into that right and by you know releasing certain aspects of your body will drop you into that so much more um and so really knowing and and I think also too like for myself I'm I'm like I'm number one at this I am operate in my sympathetic nervous system constantly and I never know actually like I can't tell you when I'm stressed out or not until like two weeks later my body has some sort of like reaction or for me and I've talked to you about this like I've dealt with candida off and on for the last five six years I'll have a candida outbreak or I'll have a flare up of this or that, or 
I was like, you know, deep in like, you know, I think I want to say a month ago. So we were like a couple months into COVID and just financially trying to figure things out. I was having the worst digestive issues. So, you know, your body responds and your body holds things. And right. when you aren't taking care or doing self-care or really just taking care of your body. And, and, I, and I think too, let's rewind. Self-care really is meant for you to connect in, understand, know more about your body and how you operate. That's self-care. Like to be able to make those inquiries with yourself. So that's, you know, self-inquiry of like, how do I tick really? And what are my triggers? And how can I like not take this out on my partner or not take this out on my coworkers and learn how to, you know, self-soothe and take a step back or say no, which, you know, I talked about last time, like just learning to say no is a form of self-care a lot of the times. Right. Um, but knowing when you are in that space of how to take care of yourself. Yeah. And that's really what it is. It's more than, you know, a skincare routine, which yes, that is too. But like really knowing to how to be intentional with how you care for yourself so you can be a better person and so you can be more productive in your everyday life. Right. And that also like radiates on how, you know, you affect other people. Exactly. And you I know, mean, and taking exactly. information because it, it what's what's funny just from observe what I've noticed a lot with this whole everyone being quarantined and locked up a lot you can tell who is taking time for themselves and who is not mm -hmm. based on who is reacting and who's stepping back and just being present with like do is this worth my time yeah. Is this worth something that my energy and all this stuff. And, and it's also, it's so important for people, I think people to just remember that if you don't make that time for yourself, cause you're giving to everyone else, you're not going to actually be there. There's this quote that you can't pour a glass that's empty. Yeah. You can't. And I know, and the, especially in this industry, we are so focused on taking care of everybody else that That's we neglect perfect. taking care of ourselves yeah. and we think that we matter less or even if it's like not a conscious thought it's just like a, even an unconscious thing where we always put our it, it just it's you just constantly see that that um anyone who's in the wellness or fitness industry puts everyone before themselves and you're not going to do a great job taking care of other people if you do not nurture yourself first a lot of the issues that we all deal with daily and a lot of a lot of illnesses yeah um, and disease the right. root cause is stress, stress. and <laughs> internal and like internalized trauma which is all i mean yeah. which is essentially comes down to, to stress but it's internalized trauma and i mean that goes back to a lot of like fascia we hold so much of our stress and our internalized traumas and emotions in our tissues of our body, right? You know that that going, you know, better taking care of that, um, and and learning to move better 
and having work done on your body and, and learning how to like take care of yourself in that way, just by your own manual work through movement, through stretching, through, you know, using different tools. I mean, you're, you're, when you release those tensions in your body, you are also releasing emotional trauma patterns in your body as well. Right. But going back to the, what you said earlier about like those of us that are in the wellness industry um, and how we're so accustomed to taking care of everyone else, I do feel like this time that we're in right now of COVID is like, and you know, you and I have talked about this a lot. You're definitely more on the side of still wanting to very much so see everyone's bodies and overcorrect them and, and for privates, right? I get that. But it's been like refreshing to me where I'm like, when I'm teaching class right now, and I'm having to perform, like perform is how I feel like I'm doing it. I can't right. see anyone. Right. So, and I am an alignment and correction snob, but it's, it's taken me or given me the ability to take a step back and to my clients really being able to give them the agency, give them the agency of, of taking care of themselves and learning how to know what movement feels good, what feels right in their body. And yes, I know a lot of them are still cheating, but doing for them and, you know, from, and me as a teacher now really just cueing, like you have to know your body, you have to do what feels good and what feels correct and really understanding and, and knowing, and this comes back to this broader umbrella of self-care and what we talked about earlier of like taking the time to understand your and connecting in with your body, but like to also know the difference between like work and pain. Right. And like, what is like muscle fatigue and, and connection and work versus like, this is real actual pain in my body. But that comes back to like this whole notion. I, I'm just, you know, just to stay with the theme of like, there's so many people out there are going to say, I'm just going to, I'm doing self-care and I'm doing self-care to do self-care. And, you know, I can be like, all of us could probably be guilty of this, but like, you know, calling it something, but then really like, are you doing it? Cause you are, feel forced to do it. Right. And you not feel forced, right. but like, you feel like you should, right. You feel it's like, a oh, trend. I need this is a trend. I need to yeah. say I'm doing self-care. But when you're doing your self-care, are you actually dropping in and are you allowing yourself to access your parasympathetic nervous system? And are you allowing yourself and, and, and you don't even need to do any woo-woo shit, right? But are you allowing yourself to like drop in? Do the work. And take a few conscious breaths and be like thankful for the moment that you're giving yourself or are you just too focused on doing doing any sort of doing right we're, we're a culture of doing performing but are you focused on doing the self doing it doing self-care than actually allowing yourself to just be in the moment and you know like for me I, I even say this right now too like the last few months like I used to never let myself watch tv or just like never had the time or space for it 
a lot of my self-care right now is watching television. Like, being <laughs> able to shut off, allow myself to, like, turn my brain off yeah. and fucking watch TV. Like, like that's, for me right now, like, that's self-care. Like, I don't need to move more right now. I'm teaching a ton. Like, I don't, for me, like, I need to shut my brain off and make yeah. some time to like go into another world and for me that's self-care and I think that that can easily be ca- called self-care um when you know when you're allowing yourself the time to shut down right yeah. but then there's a you know certain sect of the population that's always lives disconnected and and you know their self-care might look different Kelsey and I now have a new inside joke is the word indulge <laughs> And um, we... It's a great word. It is a great word, and it should be used frequently. I've been so bad. I've been spending way too much money on this, but it's fine. That's my... This is I'm indulging everybody. Um, <laughs> I've been doing all of these, like, classes and workshops, and I just sit there as a happy little student. I don't know if that... You're so good. You're so good. <laughs> down and I'm just so happy I'm like I don't have to teach anything I can just sit and absorb like a little sponge this I love that so much but everyone has a different like element of self-care every totally totally and you're so good I need to be better at that I've not taken a single for me I'm like no I don't want to I don't want to teach you (laughs) or I don't want and I don't want to talk about Pilates anymore and I don't want to talk about movement anymore but you're so good I mean it's like Um, and yes, I do want to talk about movement. I do want to talk about, about it. I get what you mean. This is like, when you do it all day, you need a break. You need space. Right. I mean, and that's where I'm at. And I feel like, you know, um, you're, I'm, I am envious of that quality about you. Um, I just want an online show. (laughs) Yeah. Right. Well, you know, it's, what's interesting is because, so going back into that self-care, Cause like realistically, and I'm going to be completely transparent. I was not practicing realistic self-care until I moved to the desert um, at all. Like it, I was definitely overworking and um, just pushing myself to the limits and just saying yes to everything, not saying no to anything and giving every drop of yourself to everybody else and then it's you can feel how you're depleted you're not giving people a hundred percent but you're trying to and it's just digging at the bottom of the barrel kind of thing and it's just so nice like on my end to have a moment where when you're not working the same strenuous hours and you can turn off your teaching brain where you're absorbed like watching a client and knowing like I need to make sure they get something out of or at least this is where my brain goes and like what can I do to like help them have another little nugget for the day or to like alleviate something for the day and it's just like all of yourself and it's like a moment where like I get to be selfish and like absorb things yeah just give all day long so like for me it's like learning is like my absorbing moment where I get to be a selfish little sponge (laughs) so (laughs) 
So and I love, like, Masoni will call me and be like, oh, you need to take from this teacher, or do you want to come with me to this workshop, <laughs> or do you want to sign up for this? And I feel like you're my, like, plug for everything that I need to know about these days. And you know, I don't harass you unless I'm like, this person's good, girl. No, I know. It's yeah. great. I appreciate it. I'm so grateful for you in my life. I mean, that's one of the many reasons, but yeah. Girl, feelings mutual. We have the, the same, like, for respect thing for each other. So I, I want to touch into, uh, so talking about self-care on a presence level and a deep level, let's just go a little bit into. Yeah. Let's talk about. Is, the, mm-hmm. I want to talk about what you're going to do after this podcast. Oh, geez. <laughs> your new, your new lovely find. Okay. So <laughs> You know, I, I mean, I think my, my Instagram, like, you know, on my Instagram page is that I am, I do call myself a somewhat of a self-care aficionado. Um, like, I don't really know what that means, but it sounded really good. No, no it, you're true. It's true. Aficionado. Um, so it is sort of late. Me and, me and Sony got on this call late because we've been such busy ladies. And even though our businesses are closed, we're still making shit happen. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so we um are not we I I I I currently have a infrared sauna blanket waiting for me to like slip into when I get off this podcast <laughs> so yeah I'm going into my self-care uh part of my weekly self-care regimen right after this and this was like a birthday present to myself. So it's, um, can I say the, the brand name? Yeah, absolutely. I, it's a high, the higher dose, which is like a, an infrared sauna spa based out of New York. And I, they started making these blankets before COVID hit. And I think that they've like shot through the roof. I mean, great timing on their behalf for sales. Um, sales have probably exploded for them. Um, but prior to COVID, I was an avid, um, I would frequent, I should say, a infrared sauna spa in the Bay Area that was close to me. Um, probably weekly, um, I found that the infrared sauna was really helpful. I mean, it, there's so many different things, but it's helpful for de- detoxification and circulation and lymph, like moving the lymph. Um, and just the heat therapy, there's a lot of studies on heat therapy being really good for your nervous system and even like for memory and all kinds of things. Anyways, for me in particular, I started to get into it because of candida. And I, when I have a candida flare up, um, within, you know, the last couple of years, it's manifested mainly through my skin. And I think a lot of it has to do with stress and stagnation in my body. And from what my acupuncturist tells me, my liver sort of not being able to process everything. So it comes out through my skin and I get really itchy. And I've noticed that the infrared heat is really helpful. So I will be um, sitting in this blanket for a bit with also a mask on my face. <laughs> oh my gosh, I love it. Okay, just since we're there, what kind of mask are you going to choose for tonight, my my dear I friend. Like, um, I have like a, it's a, like a brightening clay face mask from, I want to, it's Dr. Clark's Botanicals that I've used for a while that I really like. Um, and it'll probably watch an episode of Queen of the South. 
as I'm laying in my my sauna blanket. I've literally been in front of my computer. You know, it's 9.15 right now. I've been in front of my computer since um, 9 a.m. this morning. Yeah. So it's time for me to, to shut it down. And, you know, like that is part of the many different self-care things that I do, but, um, product wise as well. I mean, we've talked a lot about skincare, but after I do my little face mask, I will be putting on my Marie Veronique nighttime retinol serum and some face oil and hopefully be getting in another, another, like let's, we're just talking about product. Um, something that's been really helpful for my sleep and also just as a random aside, really good for clearing bacteria in the air and viruses in the air is I've incorporated using a humidifier in my room at night when I sleep, oh, nice. yeah. um, which is also really good for your skin. So it's really good to help keep your skin hydrated, but it also, from what I've read, helps to kill viruses that might be floating around in the air. Um, so I plan on having my humidifier on full blast and um, trying to get about seven hours, seven, seven probably tonight, hours of sleep. Is there anything you want to conclude with before we end this podcast? I mean, I think podcast? we could talk about this. I mean, we could well, talk, we'll about, talk about it again and we'll talk about it more. And I think, you know, having some seasonal things to discuss, this was a good intro of just sort of laying the foundation. Um, And I, for me, I think it can be easy to look at me or you and people just think that we love product. Um, And we love talking about self-care via product, right? Mm -hmm. Um, But really, for me, I get super juiced on, on the other work that happens. And, and, you know, not only for myself, but watching clients take care of themselves better. And, you know, Pilates is to me a form of self-care and, and truly understanding movement and the aha moments that come with movement where you're able, when your aha moment is like connecting with your body and you feel something work for the first time that you weren't able to before, or you spend an hour going to a really amazing class and you didn't think about any of your to-do list or all the shit that you have going on in your real life. Like that's self-care to me. You know, being able, and, and, and that comes down to being present and intentional in the current moment in time. Um, so that's what I get juiced about when talking about self-care. And that's why I do what I do, because I, I really believe that what I teach and my job is to help people take better care of themselves and to learn how to really deeply connect in with their bodies and with their breath and with their movement which is like the fucking foundation of life, you know? Yeah. So if people want to work with you, uh, where can they find you? I mean, well, right now, currently, you can find me all over the, you know, interwebs. Um, (laughs) So my social media handle for myself is Kelsey Weeds, and it's K-E-L-S-E-Y-W-I-E-D-S. And then my studio's Instagram handle is movewith.studio. Um, Movewith Studio is the name of my Pilates studio. And then we also have a online um, subscription called Move With On Demand. And you can access that whenever, wherever you are in the world. And we have a combination of um, Pilates mat work, 
bar and um, fascial uh, fitness release work. We just call it release. So it's like um, stretching, foam rolling. Uh, and then also we have like some shorter quick sets of, you know, a bunch of different sort of, uh, movement based workouts that you can do. Um, so those are all the spots you can find me. And, um, also you can shoot me an email at hello at movewithstudio.com and I'll hopefully, you know, respond back as quickly as I can. And I'll also have that on my, on the Movement Bottega's website, all of Kelsey's information is going to be on there as well. So you can go to Movement Bottega to find Kelsey's information to follow her, join her on demand. And whenever we open again, take her amazing classes or have an amazing FST appointment. Yes. And so when, when I am actually able to be seen in, in, in real life, <laughs> um, my studio is in the Bay Area in uh, El Cerrito, which is in the East Bay of the Bay Area of California. 